divided government impact on your taxes. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, founder of IRA Financial and tax attorney. Welcome to another episode of Adam Talks. On today's episode, we're going to get into the impact of divided government, where the Democrats control the Senate, they retain control of the Senate, and the Republicans took control of the House in a, um, I guess, less than um, expected victory, but nevertheless, a victory. And today's pack podcast is not about going through, going back what went right or wrong for each party, but what will happen potentially to um, policies, specifically retirement, taxes, the economy with a divided government. And just for the record, I'm a big proponent of checks and balances, and I am all in favor of a divided government. This is not a, a slight against the Democrats or against Republicans. I just like when things happen slowly, when changes happen slowly, methodically, and when there are checks and balances. And the Build Back Better bill, the BBB, was a perfect example when you have one party in total control. Uh, and again, the Republicans have, have done similar things uh, in prior years. So this is not picking on the Democrats. This is just the uh, latest example of when one party has total control. Sometimes things get a bit out of hand, especially through the process of reconciliation. Well, doesn't look like we're going to have reconciliation. Well, we won't have reconciliation at least until uh, the 24 election. So uh, there's going to be no opportunity for either party to have uh, unfettered control over the process and kind of do whatever they want. So they're going to have to work together, which, you know what, is the way Washington's supposed to work. So Biden uh, is not alone. Uh, Obama, Trump, Bush, they each saw their party lose the House. So, um, you know, President Biden is going to uh, join uh, the club. But again, um, this podcast is going to talk about what that means uh, this year, the end of 22, and, and primarily 23. I'm not going to get into 24 because election cycle, and uh, that's a um, different subject for a different uh, day. But what's the themes uh, I think we'll see is that you're going to see Republicans who want to refrain federal spending uh, through budget negotiations. Um, and then you're going to have um, the um, Democrats who are, who are, on the other hand, going to want to get some stuff done. So Republicans are certainly going to be against any further tax increases. Um, and, um, you know, you're going to see the Democrats want to use the budget process as a way to get some of their policies through. So prior to the election, uh, House Republican members, including Kevin McCarthy, he vowed to open investigations into Hunter Biden's business dealings, examine the origins of COVID-19 pandemic and subpoena officials in the charge of the Biden's withdrawal from Afghanistan. Those actions probably are still going to happen. However, Republicans... Um, have a very minor uh, majority in the House. So um, even if they're able to get these congressional hearings underway, they're, they're going to have limited impact because um, they don't have a supermajority. They're not going to actually, and don't control the Senate, So and don't control the presidency. So this is just going to be a lot of grandstanding. You're not going to see a lot get done. Let's talk about the rest of 22. Uh, what can we expect? 
Uh, well, clearly, we're not going to see any national you know, abortion legislation, uh, voting rights, things like that, climate change. That ain't happening. 22, it's not going to happen in uh, 23 uh, as well. Um, right. So uh, what, what can we expect to happen in 22? Um, I think you're going to see, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, Secure Act 2.0 is going to pass, which is um, exciting new retirement legislation that has near bipartisan support. And you can check out a previous podcast I did on the Secure Act 2.0, which I did a couple of weeks ago, um, and go through all the details. Uh, I think there's a chance you'll see retroactively restoring uh, expenses for uh, research and experimentation, extending 100% bonus depreciation, uh, which will revert to 80% property place and service after 22. Uh, I think you're also going to see uh, recently, recently lowered thresholds for payment settlements, reporting on 1099Ks. Um, so those are the big stuff, but mostly it's going to be the Secure Act 2.0. I think that's going to be the biggest piece of legislation remaining in 22, and that's probably going to get attached to some budget legislation because uh, they're going to need to get things passed by, I believe, the uh, December 16th. There is a deadline um, for the budget, and generally the uh, Secure Act 2.0, as well as some other minor Legislation will get passed along with with that budget bill, um, but uh, I think you're going to see um, the Democrats be mindful of the fact that they're not going to have control of the House next year. So I think they're going to look to work with their Republican counterparties a little bit closer, uh, especially on, on budget, and and maybe um, you know look for ways to compromise to get uh, the budget passed, which they have to get it done, um, you know, towards the end of the year. Uh, what about next year? Um, what's going to happen next year? So you're looking at the 118th Congress. As I mentioned, the Republicans have a minor um, van- vanished 218 to 212, not as big as they wanted, uh, but still nevertheless majority. What can we expect? Well, first thing, hot button item is crypto regulation. Um, you know, President Biden already said, you know, globally, there has to be something done. Um, we saw, uh, we, we know what happened with FTX and the um, contagion that is still uh, brewing around the cryptocurrency marketplace, uh, really, because there's just zero regulation, um, specifically from um, non-US exchanges like FTX. The US exchanges, uh, most of them have uh, New York bit licenses, they are regulated at least um, somewhat casually, but at least regulated by by the states. Um, but still, there's there's really no federal framework uh, like the SEC, the CFTC are still fighting over regulation uh, on certain coins and, and who's going to actually uh, regulate these exchanges, which we now see are impacting uh, millions and millions of folks with billions and billions of dollars at stake. So, um, there is definitely going to be um, regulation. I think the Democrats and Republicans will both work together um, to kind of figure something out. I think there is definitely an interest on both sides to getting regulation done um, for for the cryptocurrency uh, market. So, um, you know, we saw in the past that the CFTC, the Commodities Future Trading Commission, um, would, would likely have... Um, Authority over digital asset spot markets, um, you know, that can serve a basis going forward. IRS is another area. Uh, we know that $80 billion is going for the IRS. Uh, President Biden recently nominated a new commissioner, um, Danny Werfel. 
Um, it's sort of both Democrats and Republicans. Okay, so it's someone that um, you know should be uh, supported bipartisanly. But I think um, there's going to be um, focus on the IRS and what's going to happen with you know 80 billion dollars of administration. Republicans could could have hearings on it, uh, but they're not going to be able to do much in terms of uh, reworking that budget allocation because they don't have you know supermajority in the House to um, really change legislation. China, another area I think Democrats and Republicans are both focused on. There's bipartisan consensus that something uh, needs to get done with China. Uh, they've grown stronger economically, militarily. So I think China's an area that you'll see cooperation. Um, I think there's some must-pass bills that they're going to have to work together on uh, both sides. Um, for example, there's the Farm Bill, Federal Aviation Administration, Reauthorization Act, um, there's a smaller number of legislative uh, bills as well, uh, but but there's stuff that both houses want to get done, uh, both parties, excuse me, want to get done, and these are must-pass bills that, that will happen in, in 23. Um, tax and trade, right? There's a lot of stuff gonna, that's going to happen. Um, there are a number of lapsed tax and trade policies, which are viewed as more partisan than others. There will be some effort to restore uh, these so-called lapse provisions in the lame duck session. Uh, if, it's that not, if it's not accomplished in 22, um, Congress is going to have to deal with it in 23, including R&D provisions, change to interest limitations, expensing provisions, uh, and the lapse expanded child tax credit, which is something the Democrats are really focused on. On trades, you're going to see miscellaneous tariff bills, generalized systems of preferences, and other trade adjustments, system programs where both sides are going to have to work uh, together. Congressional investigations, uh, you know, Democrats will retain control of the Senate and the White House. So the, the Republicans in the House will have very limited opportunity to advance policy agenda through legislation. As a result, we know the Republicans are preparing to employ congressional investigations. It's really a, an alternative way to advance their policy goals, right? Create a lot of noise in the public, social media. And uh, talk about it's going to be, you know, Biden, Afghanistan, Hunter Biden, an IRS, um, Build Back Better, Spending Authorization, even the Inflation Reduction Act. Um, so get ready for that. Potentially even the ESG, um, social um, investing. Uh, Republicans are going to be busy, um, you know, grandstanding. You're not going to be able to do much, right? But they want to prepare the public for 24 and really get their policies in front of the American public so that in 24, um, you know, they, they can attract voters. But it's really just grandstanding. There's not much they're going to be able to do. Again, they don't control the presidency or the Senate. So they can do a lot of these um, investigations. They're great for TV and social media, great sound bites for Twitter, but they're not going to really accomplish much. Um, I'm not going to get into um, Trump and attorney general here because you know, who, who the heck knows what's going to happen, but that, that's not going to impact taxes or anything. That's just you know, policy for 24. Um, and then the 24 election is going to be super important from a tax policy standpoint. There's a lot of scheduled um, aspects of the Trump Tax uh, Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 that's been quite popular. And uh, 24, they're going to have to figure that out because a lot of those provisions lapse in 25, such as um, rate cuts, 199A deductions, the cap in, on state and local deductions, the increase in child credit and standard deductions, the work opportunity tax credit, new markets tax credit, and the controlled foreign corporations look-through rule. So a lot of provisions from the Tax Cut Jobs Act of uh, 2017 that President Trump uh, got passed. 
that's a lot of those provisions are going to expire 25 and um, whoever controls the government in 24 are going to have the opportunity to either um, extend them or cut them or maybe renegotiate them. So um, 22 is, is basically lame duck session. You're not going to see much uh, other than I think Secure Act 2.0, which will get attached to a um, budget bill um, because they're going to have to deal with that. Um, the government funding expires on December 16th. So they're going to have to get some type of year-end package. And that's where they'll slip in probably the, the Secure Act 2.0 and maybe some um, child credit stuff, but but not sure. Uh, and then 23, um, you're going to see, as I mentioned, just a lot of um, you know negotiations, not much happening. Uh, but anything that does happen will be bipartisan. So I think that's good. Uh, as I mentioned when we started this podcast, I'm all for change, but it should be done slowly, methodically, um, nothing too um, bold. Um, because generally it doesn't end up having everlasting success. So uh, I'm all for checks and balances. If I could, I would have a balanced government. You know, going forward, it's just not possible. Some people complain that you know policies don't get done, things don't happen, but they do happen. They just need more consensus and more negotiation, more um, consensus building, which ultimately is the way the system should work, right? Democrats, Republicans, they should work together. And uh, a lot do. In most areas, we do. Uh, it's just the big areas like gun control, abortion, climate, um, some tax policy. They're super controversial, and it, it's hard to get you know most folks on the same line. But for most other stuff, the um, Republicans and Democrats in the House, Senate, uh, they work together, and um, they respect each other, and um, Washington works. Uh, the big big ticket stuff. More challenging, but that's okay. These are very important areas um, that sometimes just need more time um, to come to some uh, more national consensus. And, and over time, um, you know, sometimes you just need to have patience to um, get the right policies uh, pushed forward. But overall, as I mentioned, look for Secure Act 2.0 uh, with the um, funding bill December 16th or so. Next year, a lot of uh, congressional hearings in the House small tax policy stuff, nothing major. Uh, we'll see about uh, child tax credit stuff. And then 24 is obviously election year, federal election president, and bang, that's where um, the um, next few years will be determined in terms of who controls what and what policies, especially the Tax Cuts Job Act of President Trump in 2017. How much of some of those policies, good or bad, are, are going to get extended or, or get cut or just renegotiated? So, there you go. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. I want to wish everyone a happy, healthy Thanksgiving. I hope you get to spend a lot of time with your family, um, eat well, watch a lot of football, um, just just chill, take a breather from all the craziness going on um, all over the place. But um, I will promise to update you generally mid-December. We'll, we'll hopefully see Secure Act 2.0, which um, is, is uh, very, very positive in, in terms of its uh ultimate reach and its impact on on your retirement accounts and if you want to learn more about it just you know scroll down youtube or, or the adam talks channel uh wherever you pick up your podcast and you can check out my um talk on it so um other than that again have a great holiday and uh talk to everyone again next week take care mm -hmm.